<laughs> okay. Yeah, here we go. Jesus. Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins. It's the Fantasy Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod, where we're going to be cracking beers and clicking names. We also have a friend of the pod, Joe I, making an appearance, saying hello. What's up, Joe? Yo, what's up, guys? Is this the right night? I feel like I'm supposed to be Mondays. I got my days mixed up here, but what's going on? Let's talk. Well, dude, your wife let you do this again tonight after last night? We had another we had a half hour. I don't think she even knows what's going on. Um, she's <laughs> knee-deep in the toddlers right now, and I'm just sneaking into the garage. A familiar spot for me these days. <laughs> nice. Familiar spot because Joe and I, we are now together on a pod. We're doing a preferred lines pod a betting podcast not about dfs about the betting board each week on mondays how great is that yeah it's good times uh we've had a couple of exciting fun guests on martin's included uh <laughs> so it's been a fun i feel like we've been doing it for so long already we're like eight days into the new golf season so it's, it's gone fast uh but it's been a good time so, Joe, you're in our DFS league. You do play DFS. You're in the Gup Cup corner thing. You're all uh, – you're every week spending $555 last week. Jeez, what was I thinking? And to be honest, I was just looking at my account, and there's a little bit more in there than I thought because I got a little Rose and Reed low-round bonus in there. Uh, so I'm thinking about doing it again, but I shouldn't, man. you got to talk me out of it. Don't do it. We're yeah, low-stakes do players, Joe. <laughs> good god 555 that's like more than i spent on the whole season now who do you like this week we got the rbc heritage it's matt kuchar course do you like matt kuchar or who's your favorite play of the week oh geez i don't know i rely on the experts like you guys to tell me who to pick in draft games <laughs> but i got a couple guys look i don't really i never like the like high 10k and above range i know eric's a guy who likes to go for the top of the board i never do maybe it's just me coming from that gambling side perspective um but i love all four guys in the 9k range i just don't know how to switch it up you got him rose hideki in there which you don't really know what to do with but he should set up perfect for webb simpson uh so i'm all over the place okay now we talked about our bets are you going to give us your favorite bet or do we have to listen to the preferred line podcast for your preferred play of the week? Well, you should listen to the preferred line podcast. Uh, subscribe five stars, whatever you do. Uh, give that a listen. Mike Miller is a hoot, an interesting hoot this week. <laughs> the James Bond of golf Twitter, like you said, I thought that was good. Uh, but, but I like Sung Jay. Um, I know it's kind of a boring pick and not many people are going to like it, but I, 35 to 1, uh, he makes so much sense for this event. Uh, there's no real substance to it other than he just always plays really good golf and has a ton of birdie hops. Yeah. Tree line course, you need to be hot with your irons. As Sung Jay, he was born with an iron in his hand. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, there you go. Joe Idoni at Tour Picks on Twitter. You can follow him there, and you can follow along on his preferred plays on our preferred pod, Preferred Lines <laughs> podcast. Let's go. All right, you guys enjoy yourself tonight. Uh, I'll tune in tomorrow to see who you guys like. Uh, best of luck. Take care, boys. See you, Joe. Peace, guys. Later, man. There you go, Joe. I yeah. Kind of Good. Good man. And you will know us uh, at the Fantasy Golf Pod as people who get right to the names. But before we do, real quick, uh, we did play golf together, Eric and I, on Saturday. It was fun. We played with Jish, Swish, and Marco. You can find that content on our YouTube page. That was fun, right, Eric? It's a lot of fun. I watched the video, and it made me wish I could go back and and do better. <laughs> uh, well, we could try to do better at DraftKings this week. I didn't do very well last week, so let's try to get better at it. Should mm-hmm. I share my screen, Eric? How do I do that? At the tippity tip top again, Rory McElroy. He comes in at $11,300. He's less than he was last week because he didn't show up on Sunday. Quagnus, what are you going to do with Rory McElroy? If, you, if, you, if you're like me, you, you, you got to keep clicking, right? If you're, if you're a person that takes the top price golfer, on a regular basis, like myself, why would you stop now? <laughs> I can't stop. And now he's 11-3. Like, there's the difference, the savings. There's really not much savings between him and JT and Bryson at this point. So, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm still deciding who I'm gonna take here in the in the five figure range. But Rory is going to be one of them, and I have to. And he's looking like he might not be that heavily owned. He was like what 18% or whatever last week. He might be down close to 10%. So oh, he'll get over 10%. The most popular yeah. plays in the 10K range, you got 16.7% for Justin Thomas. Again, hello. I'm Chad Eckert. You can follow me on Twitter at EdinaRealG. I tweet stuff and I also made up my own projections. I uh, did my own ownership. And then I combined that with Fanshare Sports, which is free right now until the end of June, and our friend Fantasy National. I used some of their ownership. I mixed it all together in a spreadsheet, and I'm giving you the numbers that I got from those mixtures, mixology. JT, 16.7% projected ownership. And the hottest golfer, the most popular, the biggest golfer out there, Bryce DeChambeau. He's going to be the most owned in the 10K range at 18.2%. How could Bryson ever play bad again? <laughs> right? He's going to hit the ball a million yards every time. He's crazy good. No. You know what's going to happen, dude? Bryson, most popular play in the 10K range, is going to ruin you this week because he's going to get fatigued. He's carrying around that extra 40 pounds. Why would you want to do that? What I'll see here from Bryson is I'm going to see a couple of bad holes, and he's going to mentally crumble. And he's going to be, like, thinking about his diet and his conditioning and second-guessing all the things he's done. Something's going to happen like that. He's going to crumble. Well, if you think he's going to get another third, I mean, that's it's so hard on a PGA Tour event to, like, follow up a, a really good performance with another really good performance. And we saw Rory McIlroy do it for how many weeks in a row, and then, you know, he had a bad Sunday. And 
what's the difference between Roy and Bryson? I don't know, but I, I like Bryson, though. I, I don't care about the ownership in, in this range. He's, he's a guy I'm eyeing, and I might have him in my player pool, despite well, him yeah, being high. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You're going to have the chalkiest name of this <laughs> range because you are the chalk donkey, and you're a fool. I am not going to do that. I'm going to avoid Bryson. I'm going to avoid Rory. I'm going to use Rom. Low-owned Rom, about 12.1%. He missed the cut last week. We knew that. We warned you. We, he told everybody that he was rusty, and he hadn't played that much. So I'm fine with getting back on him after missing the cut. What about the guys that were in contention but didn't come through last week in the bottom of the range here? Xander and Morikawa, both around 13 and 16. Morikawa a little bit more than Xander in terms of projected ownership. Both going to be disappointed and now hungry. Are you using Xander or uh, Colin, double L, Morikawa? I mean, both of those guys, if you were watching on Sunday, had – I mean, that was that was intense, what they were dealing with. I mean, Xander had, like, a bogey and then a birdie to bounce back. I mean, like, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of psychological things. And then, I mean, not to mention Morikawa's missed, you know, four-footer there at the end to extend the playoff and then lose and give Berger, who I was really happy to see Berger win. But, I mean, that's uh, that's got to be a, a weight. I can't – I don't know what that type of weight is, but that's got to be something. Are you going to take the approach that having a good showing like that is a positive thing coming into this week? Or are you going to take the approach that having the heat of Texas, the heat of competition, the fatigue of getting back into the groove of the PGA Tour's grinding season, the grueling season. Now, is that going to be more helpful that they were in contention or hurtful? I mean, like the overthink is just massive in this situation. I mean, like I personally looked at it and thought, Morikawa is not going to be good because he he fucked it up at, at the end there with that putt. And then, he, you know, he's going to come in this week just pissed because he screwed that up. But who knows? That could depress his ownership, and that maybe I'm the public. I you it's, know I'm It's chalk. not depressing the ownership, though. It's not. And then he can't putt at all, and he hates Bermuda. So are you going to go with Morikawa, who's then – I was. Know, how can you not be fatigued mentally? And then you haven't played for months, and then all of a sudden you're playing in a, like – actual event where there's actual energy and adrenaline and you're going and then all of a sudden you got to reset and start over after you all that I don't know I'm fading the names that were in contention last week and I'm going to go with other names that have less worry on their mind let's go to the 9k range where we can talk about one of those guys that missed the cut last week that's in this range Sung JM oh hey there he is top of the range $9,700 that's Joe Idoti's favorite pick of the week in terms of betting Four 9K names only. That's weird. Why did DraftKings do that? Well, you know why. It's because that stupid Millie Maker didn't fill. And so they wanted to crush the 8K range with talent. So they just left the 9K. They just lowered the price of a couple of players by a thousand bucks and said, hey, make yourself a bunch of lineups in that $20 Millie Maker. Am I wrong? No, that's exactly what they did. Soft price. Right, we don't. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, look at this, Eric. The most popular play of the week. Here we go again. Webb Simpson, chalk of the week. Currently, the only guy I have projecting over 20% Webb Simpson. Can you believe it? And we were happy when he missed the cut and I was using him, but we thought, oh, now people won't want him. But they do because people are wise. The fact that just because a player misses a cut doesn't mean that they're going to be bad the next week. I think this has been a trend now for a couple of years that like, yeah. you know, a chalk guy doesn't necessarily become less chalk the following week because of a bad performance. 
you know, soft I, fields, dude. It's soft pricing. And in, those, in situations like that, ownership really doesn't necessarily matter in the 9K ranges and above. You just take who you want. You play the best plays. You don't pivot to a bad player. What are you doing? And there's no bad players here. I mean, Justin Rose is going to be a, a great play. Hideki. That's the only Hideki's question. Hideki's the lowest is, owned. Hideki's at 12%. Right. <laughs> I'm using well, last, we, last, last we saw him was at the players leading with what a 64 or 63 what did the hell crazy number he shot before you know voted. yeah so <laughs> and okay, well, that, don't forget don't forget tpc sawgrass is a pete die course and oh, guess it, where he, <laughs> it's a pete die course no way <laughs> Let's share the screen and go to the 8K range, which is a juicy this week. Oh, my goodness. Look at this, dude. Danny Berger, the guy that won last week, who's going to be the one of the least owned names in this section, is $8,900. You got Patrick Reed, Jordan Spate, Brooks, and DJ. Oh, my goodness. Gary Woodland. Ooh, wow. And Matt Kuchar, Mr. RBC Heritage. Tony Fina. Fowler, $8,100. What the hell? What are you doing with this range? Uh, it's a stacked range, and I well, <laughs> what what, what is ninety five hundred last week? Dustin Johnson. Now he's eighty five hundred. Are you are you just going to continue on your? I mean, you thought that was a value at ninety five hundred. I'm now on board with the eighty five hundred dollar price tag for. But nobody even Johnson. wants him. I know. Well, <laughs> I'm not even picking him. I can't believe it. Okay, this range actually we got to dive into. It's a little wacky. Eleven players in the eight K range, and there's ten players above 9k so that's just weird there's a lot of players here you got to get through this and you got to figure out which ones are the right ones to click we are going to have a major pile up in ownership it looks like from what these websites say there's three players that are close to 15 percent projected ownership kuchar reed and woodland not very surprising what is surprising is that the lowest owned player the least owned player is 8700 dollars for jordan speed i can't believe he's gonna be the lowest owned guy after last week he, he, he arrived he was owned in the millie maker did he pay people off? I don't know. Sort of. What? Why wouldn't you use low-owned Jordan Speed? What the hell's going on? Yeah, it's that's that's strange to me. We'll see how it plays out there come Thursday morning. But I'm on Jordan Speed again, and if we're even more depressed ownership compared to last week. It wasn't depressed. It was he was chalked. Let's turn all it over the place. But now he's eighty-seven hundred, seven hundred dollars more than last week. But that's that's a fine price. We're used to seeing him much higher up. So give me give me Speed. What about Ricky? 7.4% projected ownership. The second lowest in the range is $8,100. Ricky Fowler, are you joking me? Why are people off? You can make lineups with stars at low ownership. It, it could be a week to try it out and see what happens. I mean, you posted on the pods Twitter account. I mean, he feels good. He felt good last week, apparently. They always say they feel good and then shit hits a fan. So who knows what happens, but... But yeah, I mean, Ricky Fowler, eighty-one hundred. We have we seen him this low? How long? When was the last time, if ever? And he's had two bad top tens or whatever this year. I don't know. He's fine at eighty-one hundred dollars. Right. It's like two hundred dollars more than Kokrak. Anyway, right? That's I, insane. I don't understand. Brooks and DJ too. This is stupid. The DK just gave these two guys to you. So if you're not using Brooks and DJ in almost every one of your lineups, you're a fool. I might go all hundred percent on Brooks and DJ. I, I can't. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, People are being silly, and they're not seeing things clearly, dude. They're not looking at historically good names and using them. Right. Use them. Let's go to the 7K range, because there's a lot of names to talk about in that range, shall we? Sure. Where is that? 
Kokrak days right. out at seventy nine hundred. <laughs> Look at that seventy nine hundred dollars for Jason Kokrak came up through last week. He was around contention. Uh, we don't care about all these names. We just care about the popular ones. The popular ones are gonna be Ed Poulter. And then you got Kevin Kisner. Both seventy six and seventy seven hundred dollars are the most popular names in this range. Are you into uh, taking a seventeen sixteen percent Ian Poulter? Easy. I think last week was the week to take him, and it was a mistake. He was he was a few hundred dollars less in price on DraftKings, and you know he got bumped slightly. You know, not that much. I think it's still a reasonable price, but he's going to attract a lot of attention with what he did and. <laughs> and is it Kisner you said was the other yeah, one that's yeah. going to draw attention? I mean, like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Kisner's upside right now is just not – I. you're trying to get guys to make cuts, and he's probably going to make a cut, but I don't know. I'd rather other people take, like, Scotty Scheffler, who withdrew. <laughs> right. Other popular names in the 7K range. you got Joel Damon. Any interest? He's not going to be that popular, though, really, though, is he? I'm only telling you the facts, bro. The facts are that he's going to be popular. Do you want to know the exact facts? Okay, $7,000 range. He's the third most in my projections at 10.2%. Right underneath is Victor Hovland at 99 And then you got JT Post at 9.6. Kokrak, 8.2. And then Brendan Grace. People are on him, Brendan Grace now. He showed up last week. He's never had a T2 and then missed the cut the next week. How could he do that? He's never done that before. Well, and he's an RBC guy, and he's won at this course. So there's lots of reasons why you would want to click him, right? You know, a good showing, and then going to play a course where he's won at before. I don't know. If I'm going to eat any chalk, it'll be JT Poston just because he's my guy. And, you know, he's always been my guy. So, But he's not going to be massive chalk. No, I'm – yeah. Yeah, he will probably. It's one of the more chalky names. I don't know. I'm not going to use JT Post. I'm going to use these weird names. Okay, you could go really weird. You could use like a Danny Lee, a Zach Johnson, a Bazudin or a Cam Smith. Or you could go kind of not as weird, and you could take Alex Norton, who I watched Sweet Spot DFS's show, and he had a spreadsheet portion of his show. He goes through a spreadsheet, and Alex Norton was popping in Pete Dye and some stats. I was like, oh, wow, Alex Norton is 0% on crate. And do that other pivots to take potentially in the 7k range lucas glover you're a glover lover you've always been that seventy one hundred dollars i love that name showed mm-hmm. up last week with his irons but not so much with his putter i think he could get a hot putter and then patrick rogers i saw i don't know uh he doesn't like bermuda as much so i'm not sure if i'm gonna use that but you got like his historically good names bro Graham mcdowell rcb sergio garcia those are names that i'm gonna pivot to they're low owned they're good names i don't understand and Jason Day is not wanted, and he's $7,600. Then he's got a top five or top three or whatever this season already. Like, really? He shows up out of nowhere, and he's the one that will burn enough people, and then all of a sudden he'll have a top five, and then everyone will be on him. He'll be chalky again for a little while. That's Jason Day in a nutshell. You also have the Louis Oosthuizen in here. You got other value names. You got Neiman, Snedeker, Bubba, HV3 technically maybe. And then you got Brian Harmon, my guy, who I'm going to talk about later. He's a $7,200 is somebody that I like a lot. And somebody that people think might be chalk, Brian Harmon, and he's not. He's going to be projected at about 5% ownership. So I don't know. Maybe that projection is off. But you also have your guy 
who Mr. RBC, he loves the course. Number five in your model, number one, usually Jim Furyk. Do you have a lot of Jim Furyk? Are you going all in on Jim this week? 7,100. Uh, well, you know, he's going to be at 7,100. That's a, that, that, he's probably going to be the last man out in my, in a lot of my lineups. And I can't tell you how many at this point, but it could reach 30 to 40%. He, okay. this is, this is what he, this is, if this isn't the place that he makes a cut and finishes 7,100, what do you need? A 20th? This you is can, where he makes his can, money for the entire year, how he pays right, his bills, his car right. off, and his house, and his mortgage. And, and all you need from him, if you get six of six, and he's the last guy in at seven hundred, and he gets 20th, and your other guys are, you know, perfectly arranged, you're good. This, this is you field is a joke how good it is. There's so much juice. How, would you, how could you even imagine spending up for anybody, for Rory? Why would, who would do that? Well, I'll, I'll go Rory Furick and then go, you know, I'll find my way there. On not all my lineups. Some of them. <laughs> uh, but here we go. Now, 6K range, no one cares about these names, but they you shouldn't care. The names you are probably going to hear a lot about, but you should probably avoid are Cameron Tringali, my guy. I, everybody likes him now. I got to see something first. I mean, I'm a Tringali truther, and I want him to win a lot. Five percent or more. I don't think I'm going to use six thousand dollars Tringali. Then you got Neesmith's going to be popular, and Knox is picking up steam. Ryan Moore and Redmond and Siwu. I'm going to avoid all of these names. I'm probably not going to pick any name in the six K range. Are you using any of these names? Uh, well, I won't be. No, I I liked all those names that you just mentioned. So clearly, I am trying. I mean, if you like them, like look like two, three, five hundred dollars above them, and you got a really talented historically good solid name makes no sense that they're not owned go with those names what are you talking about why even try to pretend like you know about matt neesmith and you know about doc redman you don't know shit about those people don't even pick them they're not going to be good they're good on paper for only a little while and it was a long time ago but then you got other names that have been on paper good for decades use those people like furick and bubba and all those names above them don't go or like stewart sinks at 6100 good for decades I just ruined your argument. Is he? I don't know what you're talking about. He's good. What are you talking about? No, he's 6,100. Well, there's that, and then there's like a real <laughs> historically <laughs> good name. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, these names are bad in the 6K range, but bad can be good, and that's fine. And there's a, but I feel like there's a big advantage in using a combination of a player in the 8K and in the 7K versus a player in the 9 and the 6. You're going to get a better player. You're going to get a combo of players in the eight and seven than you are in the nine and six. Just that's in general. Maybe that's obvious and not that risky. And maybe why I don't win a lot. <laughs> what are you going to do when you build your rosters this week so we can be done with this? I'm so hot. <laughs> you know, I, well, I've, been, I, I've done a lot of experimenting with the builds. Um, you know, there's, it's, it's impossible to, I think, stack any like five figure guys together Like you can't do Rory JT. It just, you're just going to be filled with bad names. You, you, you're really forced either to take one of the guys in the 10 gain up range and then do like a nine and then a couple eights and the sevens, or you can skip them all if you feel like you aren't going to have, you know, fear of missing out. And, you know, the lineups start to really improve as far as their quality of players. You know, if you start in the 9K, even low. Start with Webb again. This I said start with Webb last week. Now you get to start with Webb again this week with a much lower price. He's, he's also tied for fifth in my model with Jim Furyk. He should theoretically be good. 
Do and not use web. Don't use web. <laughs> Just don't try. start with web. That's the I terrible know, idea. Sure that's how you lose a GFS. Like if you're playing a GPP and you start with web, you're gonna fucking lose. Well, that's why you go don't to Justin it. Rose above him. So don't do anything that Martin's tells you. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, dude, yeah, of course. Use the AK range. P -p Pepper that. And then, you know what? I'm going to maybe do a standard, a little bit of the 10 and then a couple eights and a couple sevens or whatever. Do a little standard. Use some stars that are low owned and cheap this week. Don't overthink it. Don't get too cute. Who are your value plays of the week, Eric? There's so much value. Oh, my goodness. Who did you choose as your three names? Well, uh, I'll just go through them really quick, and I'll start from the bottom. It's going to be uh, 7,100 Jim Furyk, which is pretty obvious, coming from me. Fifth in my model, loves the place, coming in. And, you know, tied with him, I'm just going go back, go back to go back to my other uh, value play from last week, who did make the cut, uh, Scott Piercy, except this sets up way better, what? dude. So, yeah. He's, I'm what is that with you? Are you uh, do you hate gays? Ouch. Put that in the context, because no, I don't hate gays. He? <laughs> yes, he's a homophobe. He tweets about homophobes or he Instagram lives about homophobia shit, dude. He hates gays. He has no sponsors on any of his outfits or his hats because no, they all dropped them. And you're going to pick them as your value and you like them? What the hell? Are you going to pick Sung Kang now next? Because <laughs> what's wrong with Sung Kang? He's a he cheated too. He's a cheater. <laughs> he cheated with Joel Damon. So oh, what are you no. going to do? You're going to pick homophobe and cheaters? You're going to pick Patrick Reed? Go for it. Double down. Actually, this is a new Eric. God damn it. You're just trying to trigger How me. How do you like Scott Piercy? Hey, I disassociate his politics, which I wasn't Clearly. familiar with, to my uh, you know DFS mindset. So I feel bad for anybody that gets bogged down with that and doesn't click. It was kind of like the whole Bryson or who was that guy that everybody hated? Yeah, Bryson. Um, yeah. Well, it was everybody hates people and then they like them. It's great. Right. So pick people when they hate it, when they're hated. So yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're onto something. This is a new Eric, though. Picking low-owned, hated guys because they're homophobes. Stop saying that word. God. I, I'm, this is, these are reports that are just a fact, dude. You're actually, you're actually, like, unaware, and you're touting some dude that you should just be, like, not liking. Well, I don't like him personally, I guess. If he's <laughs> tweeting hate out, you know, that's not good. But well, we have to educate people about that. They don't know. Yeah, that's true. If they're at the end of this point, then, you know, who knows? But, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, if if Justin Rose is not going to be wanted this week at 9,200, I feel like that's – I'm going to have him in so many lineups. Okay, what if he's 14% owned? 14% for Justin Rose. You're into that? That doesn't bother me. Thirty yeah, percent. Because Web, there's only one person above twenty, Eric. What are you talking about? It's Web, and you like him. Are you gonna use Web next? Is that your next value? He's not my. He's not my value. But you're using Web heavily. You're gonna start with Web. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna start with John Rom. That's my first value. It's ten thousand five hundred, but it's a it's a value. It's he's vastly superior to the nine K range. He has to shake off some rust. We knew he had that. We warned you about that. Prior to missing the cut, John Rahm, third, 17th, ninth, second, 10th, second, 12th, fifth, third, seventh, 11th, third. <laughs> it's like a fucking hell of a run. 10,500, I'll be using 
John Rom. And then you got DJ would be a value at 95 and he is 85. So you got to use Dustin Johnson. You think he's going to stay bad? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's been motivated. He's now missed the cut. He's got reason to care. He's an RBC guy, likes course. Usually he plays it after playing the Masters. So this time he's fresh. They're missing the cut. So it's a crossover roster spot. I might go all in on DJ. Dustin Johnson, 8,500. And my last value is $7,200 Brian Harmon. I really like the dude's press conference today. He's very happy, confident, joyous. He's a great person overall. I don't know. He actually was great with everything last week, but the driver, and he knows it. He said it. He won't need it as much here, and he switched irons over the break. And so – Prior to the break, he had lost on approach in four straight events. And last week, plus 3.8 on approach. And he knows it. <laughs> and he said it. So he's on an approach game. Local player, familiar with the course. Family, friends, usually distracting. Brian Harmon, $7,200. But this year, no, they're not allowed into the event. <laughs> can't bug him for tickets. You can't get in. And it's not going to take him away from his focus out there on the golf course. He said it. He usually gets distracted a little bit. Cousin Eddie. At the turn, yelling, hey, Brian, it's me, Cousin Eddie. Hey, remember? And you got to go, oh, hey, Eddie. This time, full focus. Are you there? I was just talking about Brian Harbin and how I liked him. He did miss the cut last year, so he might be motivated. He's had some good showings, T9 in 2017, T7 in 2014. Brian Harbin, I'll gladly roster him. Anything else, Eric, before we be done? No, I'll be taking Brian Harmon and, and the other names that you said for those really legitimate reasons. And, you know, let's, this is a fun week. Make good lineups, I, I think, is the main thing. Don't, don't do stupid shit. Let's be done, dude. Hey, bye-bye.